Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 19th and we will be reading paragraphs 847 through 854 today. We will continue with uh, the Holy Catholic Church. And we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This affirmation is not aimed at those who, through no fault of their own, do not know Christ and his church. Those who, through no fault of their own, do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, but who nevertheless, nevertheless seek God with a sincere heart and, moved by grace, try in their actions to do his will, as they know it through the dictates of their conscience, those too may achieve eternal salvation. Although in ways known to himself, God can lead those who, through no fault of their own, are ignorant of the gospel, to that faith, without which it is impossible to please him. The church still has the obligation and also the sacred right to evangelize all men. Mission, a requirement of the church's Catholicity. The missionary mandate, having been divinely sent to the nations that she might be the universal sacrament of salvation, the church, in obedience to the command of her founder and because it is demanded by her, by her own essential universality, strives to preach the gospel to all men. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, until the close of the age. The Origin and Purpose of Mission The Lord's missionary mandate is ultimately grounded in the eternal love of the Most Holy Trinity. The Church on earth is by her nature missionary, since, according to the plan of the Father, she has as her origin the mission of the Son and the Holy Spirit. The ultimate purpose of mission is none other than to make men share in the communion between the Father and the Son in their spirit of love. Missionary Motivation It is from God's love for all men that the Church in every age receives both the obligation and the vigor of her missionary dynamism. For the love of Christ urges us on. Indeed, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That is, God wills the salvation of everyone through the knowledge of the truth. Salvation is found in the truth. Those who obey the prompting of the Spirit of truth are already on the way of salvation. <clears throat> but the Church to whom this truth has been entrusted, must go out to meet their desire, so as to bring them the truth. Because she believes in God's universal plan of salvation, the church must be missionary. Missionary Paths The Holy Spirit is the protagonist, the principal agent of the whole of the church's mission. It is he who leads the church on her missionary paths. This mission continues, and in the course of history, unfolds the mission of Christ, who was sent to evangelize the poor. So the church, urged on by the Spirit of Christ, must walk the road Christ himself walked, a way of poverty and obedience, of service and self-sacrifice even to death, a death from which he emerged victorious by his resurrection. So it is that the blood of martyrs is the seed of Christians. On her pilgrimage, the church has also experienced the discrepancy existing between the message she proclaims and the human weakness 
of those to whom the gospel has been entrusted. Only by taking the way of penance and renewal, the narrow way of the cross, can the people of God extend Christ's reign. For just as Christ carried out the work of redemption in poverty and oppression, so the church is called to follow the same path as she is to communicate the fruits of salvation to men. By her very mission, the church travels the same journey as all humanity and shares the same earthly lot with the world. She is to be a leaven, and as it were, the soul of human society in its renewal by Christ and transformation into the family of God. Missionary endeavor requires patience. It begins with the proclamation of the gospel to peoples and groups who do not yet believe in Christ. It continues with the establishment of Christian communities that are a sign of God's presence in the world and leads to the foundation of local churches. It must involve a process of inculturation if the gospel is to take flesh in each people's culture. There will be times of defeat with regard to individuals, groups, and peoples. It is only by degrees that the church touches and penetrates them and so receives them into a fullness which is Catholic. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.